You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. In just a matter of days, new social media app Threads has been said to have upended the social media landscape. Threads has surpassed 70 million sign-ups in just 48 hours. To talk about its impact, NPR, te- NPR technology reporter Bobby Allen is with me now from San Francisco. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what have you made of the launch of Threads? Pretty impressive. Yeah, 70 million in just two days has shattered records. It really is just sort of causing waves in the social media world. And really what it is, is the latest dust-up between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, who have a very, very long rivalry, right? But the reason why it's so successful is because Twitter has become so chaotic. It's become so unusable. It's become so full of hate and drivel that Mark Zuckerberg thought, you know what, let's make a more sane version of this. He did it, and it's been a total runaway success so far. Uh, Exactly my next question, Bobby. I was going to ask you, has it been successful because it's a great app or because people are dissatisfied with Twitter? It's a mix of both, and I think, you know, if you look at the last several months, other upstarts have tried to um, unseat Twitter. You have Mastodon, you have Blue Sky, you have Post, you have Substack Notes. The list goes on. What makes this distinguishable is they're connecting it. Meta is connecting threads to Instagram. And so you download this app, right, with literally one click, all of your friends who are already following you on Instagram are immediately ported over. It's a very clean app. It's like very simple. The the user experience is very nice. But the key I really think is that you could bring your friends with you. All these other competitors, say you have 100,000 followers on Twitter. You go to Blue Sky. You go to Mastodon. You have to start from scratch. What's really key here is you can bring your friends over from Instagram. And that's what's really giving this momentum. So what impact has it had on, on the social media world? Well, everyone is wondering this question. And it is, is this momentum going to last or is it going to wane? Is it going to peter out eventually? And we just don't know. It's too early to say. But Elon Musk is definitely on the defensive. He's already sent a letter to Mark Zuckerberg and to Meta claiming that Mark Zuckerberg has stolen his intellectual property and he's he's threatening to take Mark Zuckerberg to court over this. Um, you know, lots of people, journalists, newsmakers, politicians, influencers are rushing to threads because it seems this might be the new front page of the Internet. Right now, that is Twitter. But because of Twitter's decline at the behest of Elon Musk, people have been looking for another ship to jump to. And right now, it really looks like it might be threads. What are people in tech circles saying? Are there concerns regarding the dominance Meta have and that this will be this will only increase if Threads takes off? That's definitely a concern. I mean, you know, there's a lot of sort of antitrust scrutiny in the US and around the world about Meta's dominance and about how they treat our data, what they're doing with our data. And it's notable that Threads did not launch in the EU. And that's because of this law called the Digital Markets Act, which has very stringent obligations that Meta must follow in terms of what they're doing with our data. And people are saying, wow, Meta did not feel comfortable enough to launch in the EU because they don't even know what they're doing with our data. And so because they have so much dominance with WhatsApp, with Instagram, with Facebook, people are saying, you know, it would really be nice if the new Twitter wasn't owned by Mark Zuckerberg and Meta, which does not have the best track record when it comes to data privacy 
and when it comes to the protection of our data. So there are real questions and real concerns about whether a tech behemoth, Meta, should really be the one controlling the town square of the internet. Zuckerberg has said that he's focusing on kindness and he wants the platform to be a friendly place. But is he, has he done anything to do that? Or, I mean, you can't control what people are going to write and the haters are going to hate, aren't they? The haters are always going to hate. And that's the that, that's the messaging that Meta is really putting forth to the public, that they want to avoid news, they want to avoid controversy, and they want to avoid politics. My answer to that is good luck, right? Mm-hmm. In 2023, everything is political. If you want to start a social media app, and when you want to tap into the heart of relevancy, if you want to be leading the conversation, you have to get into the controversies, you have to get into the politics, you have to get into the news. But if you look at the history of Facebook, they really have been beaten up by regulators, by activists and others, by many controversies that have involved, you know, politics and news. They don't think it's worth it. So what they're doing here, their strategy is to bring on creators, bring on influencers and kind of de-emphasize news, de-emphasize political conversations. And so far, when you use threads, you're flipping through. It's just your Instagram friends sharing mundane updates, sharing jokes. It's kind of frivolous. I think with time, when more serious people get on the platform and when sort of more extreme political people get on the platform, they're not going to be able to avoid the controversies. And if the controversies aren't there, if the politics aren't there, guess what? People are going to be looking elsewhere. But yes, their messaging right now is we want fun. We want entertaining. We don't want politics. We don't want scandals. But I think that's just a total pipe dream. How deep does this rivalry between Zuckerberg and Musk go? How far would these two go? I mean, well, they're supposedly going to be fighting in a cage match. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the thing is, these two tech billionaires have long sort of had animosity. and, and And it runs deep. But essentially what it boils down to is, you know, Zuckerberg has really envied the fact that Elon Musk is seen as this rule breaking innovator. And Elon Musk has long said, Zuckerberg got so rich on software that isn't even that fancy. Elon Musk says, I'm sending spaceships to the moon, right? I'm, I'm building electric vehicles. What are you doing, Zuckerberg? Controlling Facebook? That's not very impressive. And they've had many sort of rows over the years. They've had many disputes. They, um, this is, yeah, this is just the latest sort of dust up between these two guys who really don't like each other. And yeah, I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous and theatrical that that the two of them might get in a cage match and beat each other up. But I talk to people close to Zuckerberg and close to Musk, and they both want to do it. So uh, that might be the way they finally resolve their differences, <laughs> which is to be punching each other in the face in a, in, a, uh, in a ring. So we'll see if that happens. And Bobby, just quickly, do you think Threads could sink Twitter? And, and if it did, do you think Musk would care? He's, as you say, he's got a lot of other things on his plate. Yeah, but he did pay $44 billion for this, and (laughs) that's because he wants to be relevant. He wants to stay in the headlines. I think he's going to do everything he can, going to pull out all the stops to make sure, or to at least try, to sort of hobble thread success. Now, is it actually going to work? Again, we're only two, three days out from the launch, so we don't know. But if any company has the wherewithal, the resources, and the experience to make a Twitter rival succeed... It is meta. So this is a very serious challenge to their bottom line. It's a very existential challenge to Twitter. And time will tell if it succeeds. But if the past is any guide, 70 million downloads in a couple days is pretty eye-popping. That's pretty impressive. So we shall see. Thank you so much, Bobby. That's great to hear from you this morning. That was NPR technology reporter Bobby Allen there from San Francisco. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.